0: Do y'all know what today is the 40th anniversary of? Um, The 40th anniversary? No, I mean I was barely born 40 years ago. What's what's the
1: 40th anniversary today? Barely born 40 years
0: ago. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The first um, video was played by MTV.
0: Oh, I did hear that. That's right. Yeah. Holy crap. That was 40 years ago. I kind of vaguely, all kidding aside, I kind of vaguely remember that. That's disturbing. Yes. It is,
1: it's very disturbing.
0: Yeah. It's very yeah. disturbing. I, it's probably because I saw recordings of it, although maybe I saw it in person because I remember being excited about the idea of MTV and... Um, they had the whole thing with the uh, the moonwalker, right? The right that was the logo, that was the image uh-huh. that they were using yeah. early on. Was uh-huh. a, the the, uh, the, Apollo the astronaut. the
1: MTV flag planted in the moon?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to segue from that to this. No, there's no
1: segue. I just wanted to make sure we had that on record.
0: Good. Okay. No, well, absolutely. on that note, welcome. So that, we,
1: so that we all felt as old as I do.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not sure if we can all feel quite as old as you do, but anyways, welcome folks no, to- don't, uh,
1: don't make me come up there.
0: Hey, you know what? I'm not afraid of you anymore.
1: <laughs> it's, it's just, I'm not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome folks to uh, the UCAP Daily episode 1033 Foxtrot from AirVenture Oshkosh 20. 2021 sort of from Uh, i'm jack hodgson i'm coming to you this morning from somewhere between oshkosh and home um undisclosed location kind of thing um and uh, uh before i really get into talking to my friends here i want to make one quick note here before i start getting trying to head off some of the emails um so this is ucap daily episode foxtrot uh when this one first is posted UCAP Daily Echo will be missing from the sequence, so don't send me email. I know it's not there. Um, We had a little snafu in the technical snafu, all my doing, uh, in the production of Echo, and uh, and it will be along. There's nothing timely in it, so you're not going to be missing out. Um, I did tease it in the previous daily. And I mentioned the fact that so Jim, Jim Goldman, um, uh, one of the UCAP bad boys actually hosted that that episode. And he had a and again, I I continue to make finger quotes, a special guest uh, on that episode. Um, And it's a fun episode. You should definitely listen to it when the time comes. But don't feel too stressed out about, oh, my gosh, who's the special guest? Um, It's a thing. Anyways, having said that, it'll make much more sense after you hear it. It's a thing. Echo is. I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to solve the problem with Echo, um, and uh, and and that'll that'll be that. But this is Foxtrot, uh, and uh, um, because it's the final daily episode of uh, Bosch 21, um, I wanted to get my absent but dear friends uh, online to uh, talk a little bit about uh, uh, the week that I just spent and what what it was like from them. So, anyways, um, you heard Jeb. Hi Jeb, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. And and Dave's out there too. Good morning, David
2: good morning jack jeb uh interesting that we're doing this uh last daily of air venture 2021 on the last day of air venture 2021 on the last day yeah it, which is you know this is just about oh you know what well, we're recording this at 11
0: a.m. Eastern, which coincidentally is exactly the time that we usually do the uh, the, the episode from the uh, from the announcer stand, right. um, which we were unable to do this year. So, uh, so I guess there's some there's some sim- symmetry, some something there. Anyways,
2: serendipity, serendipity. There
0: we Consistency.
2: go. Consistency.
0: Yeah. So I resisted the impulse, at least to give you guys too much grief over the week about the fact that you weren't there, because I know you were both really bummed out by uh, personal circumstances making it impossible. Um, and uh, but, uh, um, you know, I, I was just wondering, I mean, what was it like to watch AirVenture 21 in all its glory from afar?
2: Painful. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I mean, uh they threw an Oshkosh, and we weren't there. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: It, it was it was interesting and, and certainly grateful uh, for all of the, well, you know, the, the official coverage, all of the uh, unofficial coverage, uh, tweets and, and blog posts and, and things like that um, from, you know, both listeners and non-listeners and anybody basically who was there. Um, that only scratches the surface for us. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating in a way. Sometimes you might be better off without seeing some of that. Um, But um, on on the whole, it's certainly a plus.
0: Yeah, I. Yeah, I can only I, I can um, I can imagine just barely. I've never completely missed an Oshkosh since I started years and years ago. But um, I've there have been years when I wasn't able to be there a whole week, and I know that even even after having been there for a little while, having to enjoy it from afar is really heart, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking? Oh, that's the right. word. it's not quite that dire, but it's, yeah, uh, it's
1: not heartbreaking. It's just it's frustrating. Yeah. it would be a, something everyone could relate to. Yeah, uh, it's um, it's incomplete. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it was a very weird Oshkosh for me anyways. Um, It was emotionally, or I don't know what, it was all over the place. Um, It was uh, everybody I talked to, I I had this feeling and everyone I spoke to think, I think this is the first thing I all said when you when you ask them, how does it feel to be back? Or how you ask them that kind of a question? You know, or how does it feel? They all say, it's just great to be back. it's great to be back on the grounds. it's great to see all our friends again. It's great to you know kind of be back all right, which I think is a reflection of a missing air venture last year and b just our lives over the last year. It's great to be back um if if we are, which is a whole other subject a whole but, other topic, yeah right, but uh it was a weird so it it was it was a great Oshkosh inter- I had a great time. I have no regrets having chosen to go. go. Um, it was terrific to meet up all all my friends, both the Camp Bacon friends and other friends around the grounds, um, and uh, to see some airplanes and 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 you know kind of do the Oshkosh thing. At the same time, there was this ever present overlay of of COVID. Quite frankly, um, you know, and it, a lot of the times you were able to kind of forget that that was a reality. Um, and then every now and then, and I had a number of people told me the same experience every now and then you'd sort of suddenly look up and you'd go, Oh, wait a minute. I, I need to be a little more careful than that. I need to be careful about this. I, um, and, uh, it was weird. Um, was some, but very little mask wearing going on around the grounds. I confess I was one of the ones not wearing a mask for the most part. Um, I stayed mostly outdoors for the whole week. I, 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 didn't go inside very often. Um, and, uh, the couple of times I went inside, I wanted to go through the exhibit hangers. And at first I thought I'll be okay. I can go through the exhibit hanger. And I, about 30 seconds after stepping into one of the exhibit hangers, I started to feel uncomfortable. And it's kind of like hunch your shoulders and kind of look around and try and, you know, shallow breathing foolishness. Right. And, uh, um, and so I ended up just kind of racing through the exhibit hangars in order to just kind of get a quick look and then get out. And I, I did not step foot inside any of the exhibit, you know, pavilions, if you will. So um,
1: that's why you didn't price any oil for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I actually sent out scouts who failed me miserably. Yeah, but that's part of it. I, you know, I mean, I was literally kind of head yeah. down racing through these things, just obligatory pass through the exhibit hangers. Um and uh, it was weird in that regard, and so that was a little bit uncomfortable i a number of times during the week, I related a feeling I had, which was how over the past year we've all developed this new lifestyle we've kind of learned what the what the protocols are and how to be careful, and we've factored those into our everyday lives, so we know what I have to do to go to the grocery store and what I have to do to walk down the sidewalk and whatnot. And we kind of, that's part of our lifestyle now. Suddenly you appear in in Oshkosh where we have literally decades of memories of just wandering around freely. And you kind of fall back into that very quickly. Um, And so it was a conscious effort to remember that you needed to be some level of careful. Um, And so that you know, and it didn't taint it enough to make me regret having gone, but it was an overlay. It was it was a thing. So that, that was sort of a, a general impression of AirVenture. Um, there was some cool stuff going on. Um, we, you know, we, I, I, I got up close and personal with the 747. I didn't attempt to go into any airplanes for the reasons previously stated. Um, but uh, walking around the 747, what else did I see? I mean, it was just, you know, it's Oshkosh. There's all kinds of cool stuff going on.
2: Yeah.
0: Was there anything that caught you guys' attention watching it from afar?
2: Uh, the big news about alternative fuels. Yes, that's, that's the yeah. Big story. This gamma that's thing is an interesting
0: story. I, I, I mean, we can mention it briefly now, but I think we should talk about it maybe at a little more length when we do a regular episode. But, but well, David, we'll we we'll, so we'll
1: know a little bit more about it maybe when we do a full okay. episode
0: too. But David, just give us a summary here. What's the elevator pitch on this whole? And that's what I presume you're talking about, David, right? The gamma announcement. Gammy. Hmm. Gammy Gammy, excuse me. I'm yeah, sorry. Gammy. Yeah, what's that, what's Gamma? Right. Gamma is something else. Gammy, what was the Gamma announcement, David?
2: Uh Gammy uh has been working for what, Jeb, about a decade,
1: over a decade since I want to yeah. say like '09.
2: uh on a uh unleaded a drop-in unleaded fuel replacement for the uh low lead that everybody wants to get rid of. Uh and uh the uh, FAA gave it its uh, its blessing, and uh, the next step in the chain will be distribution, being able to buy it some places. But that actually makes two alternative fuels that we have available to uh, uh, fuel our airplanes with a totally unleaded uh, AV gas. So uh, uh, it's progress. I haven't seen it pop up at any of the local FBOs yet, but. I suspect that that will be coming along.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah all of the above, uh, to, as far as what Dave just said. Um, Gammy um, General Aviation Modifications Inc., uh, which is based in Ada, Oklahoma. I, Ada, by God, Oklahoma. Um,
2: <laughs> and if yeah. you've
1: never been there, uh, trust me. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. They're the they're the folks who who decades ago, back in the nineties. <sighs> came up with the balanced fuel injector nozzles um, initially for the Big War Continentals and then uh, also applicable to uh, Lycoming, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, that's how they made their bones. And uh, they've got some engineering prowess. They've got a nice facility there at the airport in Ada. Um, and they have also for years been working on an unleaded, uh, no lead in it at all, uh, uh, aviation gasoline. Um, and, You might think that, you know, at first blush, that's an easy thing to do. Um, But it's taken, uh, by my count, 12, 13 years for them to get this far uh, with it. There have been a lot of, there's been a a lot of bureaucracy in the way. There's been a lot of not invented here. Uh, What do these guys from Oklahoma know about this kind of of, uh, reaction? Um, But uh, they got it over the finish line. There um at last last week actually uh and have an STC supplemental type certificate now uh for basically Lycoming powered Skyhawks 172s right um and they'll be working with um fleet operators like Embry Riddle um which was a I'm going to use the word partner I don't know that there's an official relationship between the two, mm-hmm. but certainly the two have, have been collaborating in various ways, uh, over the last couple of years to bring this, uh, over the finish line. Um, my estimation is you won't see, uh, uh the, this particular fuel, which is what Gabby calls G 100 U L, uh, uniform Lima. Um, and uh, you probably won't see it for a couple of years. Uh, if then, you're going to see uh, some fleet operators like uh, like Embry-Riddle, uh, maybe University of North Dakota, you know, who knows. Uh, sign on for this and do some, some additional testing. It's been tested um, it, it, as far as, you know, things like... Um, deterioration over time. They had a tank sitting in Florida for three and a half years and it's just fine. It's, just, it's, it still has all the same properties. Um, yeah. Good deal. Even, yeah. Eventually. And, um, you know, you, you'll see a situation where hundred low lead is available at one airport. G 100 UL is available at another airport. It's probably, you're probably not going to see both kinds of fuel. Um, at the same airport from the same vendor because the, the um, infrastructure required to, to do all that these days. Um, but you're going, you are going to see a situation down the road where all of the, um, the piston powered airplanes, I'm going to say all for now, because that's what GAMI says. Uh, all piston powered airplanes will have an available STC for this fuel. And it is going to be drop in interchangeable, where you can mix hundred low lead and G one hundred UL in the same tank in your airplane and not um, notice the difference.
0: Yeah, sound it's very much the holy grail, as near as I can it, tell. It, it
1: very much is the holy grail. The punch, one of the punchlines here, in you know, I don't know everything there is to know about it, but Gammy's had this basic formulation now for ten years, mm-hmm. and um, they've been waiting for the politics and the bureaucracy and. A variety of other things to fall into place, and it finally has um, through their perseverance, and that's where we are.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, let's. It's, uh, very, we'll, we'll, it's very cool. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about this more on the regular podcast. So uh, yeah. let's 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 kind of put that on on yeah, hold. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, crowds. It, I, I don't know if you guys have heard any numbers. I have not heard any official numbers. But just from uh, being there and seeing it, the crowds, um, it seemed very high, um, which is sort of what I expected after the experience we saw at Sun and Fun um, in the spring. Um, get a couple of uh, data points. Uh, Camp Bacon, the uh, the camping group that we stay with, um, had, we arranged to arrive like over a week in advance to, get, to stake out a spot. And for years now, we've managed to stake out the same spot sort of down near the big red barn. And this year, by the time we arrived at our normal day, that space was long gone. And uh, we ended up at actually a very nice spot, but much further out um, in Camp Scholar. Um, and, and that was an early indication. And Camp Scholar was, I don't know if it officially filled, but uh, it, was, it was very full. Um, and uh, the, uh,
1: let, me, let me ask you, because yeah. uh, somewhere I saw some statistic that they had more airplanes than ever arrive. Yes. Uh, pick a day, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it was.
0: The number I heard was that um, Jack Pelton announced on Monday that as of Sunday night, so we're talking about the night before the official opening of the show, by Sunday night, the number of airplanes that had arrived in the North 40 was something like 160% of the previous, of, of 19, of 2019.
1: The, the previous day of 2019? No. Because
0: the, See the, that
1: that just doesn't ring right to me.
0: Well, I would maybe we've I'm all sp- seen the North.
1: We've all seen the North Forty full. Yep, on Sunday and Monday. Yep. And to squeeze in another 160 airplanes, I don't think so. Yeah, I, no, I don't, I, 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 see that—that's where I—that's where the numbers start to fall down for.
0: I me. don't know. Um, all I know is he announced, and it was definitely very full. I can't say it was full, full. It, there were a lot of airplanes. Every report I got, there were very a lot of airplanes. Um, the number that Jack Pelton announced was that it was some significant increase over the last time, as of the Sunday night numbers, um, and. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if it's related or not. Um, So um, we're all familiar with the South 40. Remember, Jeb, you have had to park down there a couple times recently. Mm -hmm. Uh Um, They have dramatically expanded the amount of ground that's available to park airplanes down there. Um, Now, basically, the South 40 extends all the way to the very southernmost airport fence um, and all the way out to the um, westernmost airport fence down Mm -hmm. there. So there's just a lot. I mean, and it, it went pretty close. Close to I went near there already, but now they've, and, and it's wider. It goes further into the, you know, sort of the, uh, um, runway center line. I mean, it doesn't go to the center line, but towards the center line sure, in that sure. direction. Yeah. There used to be a wide, wide um, yeah. um, safety so area there. They opened up a lot of ground down there and, and manicured the grass and marked it off. And they built, uh, I don't know if this was there in past years, but I know there was some sort of portable or temporary shower or bathroom thing down there. And it seems like they've built something more permanent down there. I'm told there's also a, one of the camp marketplaces, you know, the uh-huh. yeah, camp yeah. stores yeah. down there as well. Now. Oh, so you're
2: talking about the North Fond du Lac and <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So uh, they, you know, they anticipated um, bigger crowds
0: and and they seem to have got them because I saw one one aerial shot of the grounds that basically showed the entire um, airport, you know, airplane camping. I mean, like North 40 wrapped all the way around and it appeared to. Be Park beyond the old terminal building, which is somewhat unusual, and then the South Forty was full. I mean, I know from driving past, there were airplanes parked, multiple airplanes parked right along that fenced the South boundary. So it, it was very full. There were a lot of a lot of people there, a lot of airplanes. The uh, the, the crowds out on the grounds were big. They were, you know, it's kind of hard to express because this is another area where my, my, my COVID paranoia was, was flaring up. Um, because it was definitely the most dense crowd of human beings I've been in in a long time, but you know, there were a lot of people there. There were a lot of people in there. I I don't, you know, some people have reported that it didn't seem as crowded. Um, I'm not, I don't, not sure if I agree with that. Um, it was, it was pretty crowded. Um, so, uh, it was a big year, I guess. I, I and by now they you've really published numbers, and I don't see, think I've seen. Have you guys seen official attendance? I, I haven't attendance? seen, but I haven't
1: looked either. Let me let me go do that right now.
0: Yeah, so it was a big year in that regard. Um, let's see now. I don't know what else to tell you about the week. Um, you know, it was in some ways it was a good old Oshkosh. Uh, oh, we had a big thunderstorm. So uh, the uh, on Wednesday afternoon they started announcing uh, warnings for a big thunderstorm, and and we, you know, those of us who go know that. Wisconsin can have big thunderstorms. So you kind of pay attention to these warnings. But as the afternoon progressed into the early evening, it wasn't shaping up. And we're kind of going, oh, I wonder if this forecast is just kind of falling apart. But then as the evening went further on, we suddenly started to see it flare up again. And by 1130 that night, um, we had what I'm, I I don't think I'm exaggerating to say the biggest thunder and lightning storm I've seen at Oshkosh in many, many years. I mean, over a decade it was it was huge it was constant lightning for about a half an hour period just lightning 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 thunder um the good news is it wasn't destructive in terms of rain and wind the way they thought it might be um it did rain pretty good it did the wind did blow but not there there was i never heard any reports of bad damage um a few tents got blown away i didn't hear of any airplane damage um so uh, it was good in that regard uh one of the bits of fallout of it was that they had to cancel the Wednesday night air show. Um, they, they were so serious about this that they canceled the air show at two in the afternoon. Um, so uh, the air show was can- the night air show and fireworks were canceled. Uh, for Wednesday night. Another thing that, that shows how serious they take it, and I don't recall them ever doing this before, around nine, eight or nine in the evening, they announced that they were opening up the um, EAA museum as a shelter. And they actually brought the uh, shuttle buses back out and started gathering people around Camp Scholar and taking them over to the museum. There's some some cool pictures of people literally camping out on the floor in the museum among the exhibits. Um, so so they did that. Um, and, uh, you know, so we, it, it was a, Wednesday night was a big night, um, but by, by the next morning, they announced that they were going to try and redo the uh, the night air show on Thursday night. And they did, in fact, do that. Um, and uh, although I wasn't able to attend it, um, I'm told that it came off just fine. And so that, that, that was a big. That's, ha-
2: that's happened before.
0: Has it? Uh, Which the postponement
2: or the museum? Postponement, postponement because of weather and then doing it the next day or the yeah. next night. Uh, and it's good to see that they stick with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they, they, they did that. And then, uh, and then I had to leave by then, but the Saturday night air show on Seoul came off just fine too. Um, so, so there was that, um, let's see now the blimp was there. Um, what else was there? I thought Fifi was there, but I can't say that I actually saw Fifi while I was there. Um, There was a big C-17. There's a lot of cool airplanes on on the west ramp, uh, excuse me, Boeing Plaza. And uh, uh, that was kind of fun. Uh, One notable airplane. Okay, here we go. You ready? Here we go. One notable airplane that was there this year was the EAA B-25 Berlin Express. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And oh, by the way, uh, I got a ride. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Our friend, uh, Jonathan Hardwick, uh, formerly known as Navy on guy. I don't know what he goes by now. Um, cause he, his, his Navy on is long gone, but, uh, uh, turns out Jonathan is a, is one of the co-pilots on the crew on the team that, that, that kind of takes care of Berlin express. And he comes up to me one one after late one afternoon. Or this is before the couple of days before the show started. He says, "Jack, what are you doing Sunday afternoon?" I said, "I don't know. I have particular plans." He says, "You want to go for a ride on the B 25 I don't know why. What people think is going to happen when they ask this question? <laughs> <you know? laughs> you know, it's kind of like, well.
2: Get know. away from you know, me!
0: Get away from me! I was planning on sitting in the shade, you know. It's <laughs> like, yes. And so uh, he says, "Okay, it's not definite, but I think maybe I can. I can. There's a seat available. Let me see what I can do." And uh, long story short, um, he got me on the uh, on the B. a very very short flight. It was a reposition flight. They had to move the airplane from uh, from uh, Whitman Field where it normally stays. They had to move it up to Appleton, which is where they were staging the rides that they were doing throughout the week. And uh, so, uh, I mean, almost, almost literally, we took off on two. Se- well, we actually took off on two seven. Um, almost literally turned right on on climb out and ended up on final for Appleton. I mean, it was like yeah. so. It was a very short flight.
1: It's like twelve miles. Yeah.
0: yeah, but it was long enough that I got an opportunity to climb up into the uh, nose and uh, shot some pictures and, and experienced that whole experience. And it's really something up there, I'll tell you. That's that's a hoot. So climbing up into the uh, into the into the nose of this thing um, is uh, you, you pay for it in trying to go through this tunnel. All right, that yeah. that is really a small tunnel. Um, I mean, they talk about on your hands and knees, but you're not. You're on your hands and stomach, and, and it turns out that I climbed through it wrong. You don't do it on your stomach. Um, only after the fact. I was actually on we were on the ground and I was looking back in through the, the nose, you know, uh, canopy or whatever you call that. Um, and uh, I noticed that there was a rail. So everything you can grab onto in the airplane is painted bright yellow. All right. And I suddenly noticed that there was a rail down the center of the ceiling, if you will, of the tunnel. And it suddenly occurred on me that what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to go down this tunnel on your back and use your hands overhand to kind of pull you down the tunnel. Um, yeah, and they probably, never
2: show that in any of the war
0: movies. I yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And it probably would have been easier, but but I got down, and uh, the trickier part was getting back. So I, I'm up there taking pictures, and and I had planned to take a couple pictures just right out the front. And then I was going to reorient myself and take a selfie with the, with the out the front behind me. So I'm in the middle of taking the first batch of pictures. And I suddenly look down on a little red warning light that they flash to tell you it's time to get back to your seat is flashing. All right. I'm going, Oh, geez. And so I'm like suddenly back down on my hands and knees. And, and I sort of backed through the tunnel. All right. I kind of went backwards on my stomach. And so you kind of like crawling backwards, feeling with your feet. Have I reached the end yet? Have I reached the end yet? But, uh, but this is just me being klutzy. It was a terrific. And, uh, and I've thanked Jonathan a lot of times and I probably haven't finished that yet, but, uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That's my crowing. Um, uh, anyways, this, we've gone on probably long enough here. Um, any other observations from afar about, uh, about, uh, AirVenture 2021, you guys?
1: Not not really, you know, just happy that, um, um, first of all, kind of very relieved that the, the uh, overnight thunderstorm um, didn't do any damage,
0: apparently. Yeah, well, and let's be clear. It, it did do damage, just not at the grounds. Um, it, the, the, the worst of it was off at Ripon apparently got hit pretty bad. Um, uh-huh. There were a lot of reports of power out and damage and stuff in Ripon. which if anybody knows, doesn't know the area, Ripon's what, maybe 20, 30 miles not to the far. southwest. Yeah. And uh, so if this storm had veered just a little bit in the wrong direction, it could have been really bad on the grounds. So, yeah, it's good that it wasn't. Yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, you know, glad everybody had a great time um we'll see what next year brings yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, it was nice to not see any uh any fender bender reports and some of the dailies that came out last last week during the show uh, and uh congrats on the uh Mitchell ride uh that's one I haven't done yet uh, but well, I have I have done a a uh b-17 a B-25 and... A B-25. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it, and it's... The, the, the tunnels are hell. I mean, what always impressed me going through one of the tunnels on one of these bombers is that I'm doing it in civvies. These guys had to be wearing a flight suit and, oh. and, and an emergency parachute and yeah. some survival gear and uh, and... If you're, like a lot of us, a, a little bit hefty on the side, uh, you might want to have them coach you on using that overhead rail because yeah. it's going to make it a lot easier.
0: Yeah. I mean, sort of somewhat related to them. my, my, one of my first impressions after I came back through the tunnel, returning to my seat was that I said, this is one of the reasons why they only draft young guys. Well, um,
1: exactly right. Young, it, younger, skinnier. They worked their butts off and don't feed them. So, yeah, you know.
0: exactly. Exactly. So anyways, uh, so that's it. This is the final, uh, you daily for, uh, Oshkosh 21, strictly speaking. Um, echo will appear at some point, but this will uh, be the last one that we produce. Um, uh, Thanks to everybody. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I was, uh, you know, not to rub it in, but it was great to see all of our friends out there. And yeah, I know. And, that's a that's a Bronx cheer. I, I maybe not come across like that, but I know what it is. And uh, oh, that's why Jeb bought the waterproof microphone. <laughs> and uh, you know, big thanks to everything. We'll get back there. We'll, we'll get together. We, the three of us will be together again eventually. You know, probably, hopefully, fingers crossed at that air show down the road in the next spring. Um, and, and this uh,
2: is where they cue that World War II song. Well, we'll see you again. It's the song yeah. that closed out Doctor Strangelove. See, that right.
0: that song creeps right. me out every time I hear that song because I associate it with the end of that movie. Um, so, no, well, we'll that, yeah, we'll meet again, but not under those circumstances. Under better circumstances,
1: anyways. Uh, all right, do not allow a mine shaft gap.
0: thank you general scott thank you uh so that's it you've got uh this is uh uncontrolled airspace 1033 foxtrot and uh uh, i didn't say it all week long david so you need to say it now was there something
2: you wanted to tell us david well air venture with all the old people like us walking around it's proof positive time spent flying is not subtracted from your lifespan go fly and that's enough talking let's go flying.
1: I can't add a thing to that. We'll
0: meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when. But I know we'll meet again some sunny day.